All right, hello, 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 everybody. This is your girl, Don M. Williams. You are listening or watching on YouTube, Research Shows Podcast, and this is a segment I like to call My Two Cents. So today, we have a special guest, a returning guest. You know I love my returning guest. This is Dr. Rome, and um, his business is called Empowerment Media. And he has a new business venture called Father-ish where it addresses like a community issue in regards to the lack of fathers in the community. So how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Don. I'm doing great now that I'm talking to you. I'm so happy, I'm so happy to finally you know, be on here again. Um, yes, absolutely. Great response from last time. So um, thank you for having, having me on. Yes. So anybody who want to go back and listen to Dr. Rome, he was the season finale of season two. He was on that one. He was the last um, person I interviewed on that particular episode. But anyway, tell everybody about this. What is Father-ish? What is this about? Well, Father-ish is a um, podcast that I'm beginning. Um, and the whole purpose, you know, is we look in our community today, particularly in the black community. Um, a lot of the issues that we have uh, are relational and many of them come from the lack of the influence of a father uh, in the household. And um, as we look across the board the spectrum, you see our young boys having issues in school uh, with behavior and discipline, um, how they conduct themselves, how they interact with one another and um, with women and females. Uh, you look at our, our, our young girls and our women, um, there's a disconnect between the males and the females um, and, and how we're conducting ourselves in public, you know, um, and the father has a huge impact on that. So the lack of a father has a huge impact on that. So I'm just going to share my purpose is to share my experience and to uh, interview other fathers and people who have a vested interest um, in us as a people um, getting control of our families, getting back control of who we are um, because we've lost that, you know. Mm -hmm. And as you look across the board nowadays, it's like 80% of our um, families are led by a um, single mother. And um, mothers do the best they can, you know, and, and many of them are great mothers. They're great mothers, but they just can't fill that void of father. So hopefully, mm -hmm. you know, I can just share some, some experience, some wisdom um, from working with fathers, from working with families, um, where um, we can kind of take some of those things and share, you know, experiences I've had. You, you know, I grew up, um, I didn't grow up, but you grew up with my daughter, and um, so I, I, you know, I know the impact of your father. And, um, yeah, absolutely. It, it makes a difference. Yeah, yeah especially with ladies. Beautiful, yes. Yeah, our boys, boys too. You know. Yeah, I think yeah, both sides because my dad set the standard for what I view as. Um, a man is supposed to be. So I was used to a dad going grocery shopping and, you know, able to cook for himself and run, run an errand. So when I hear people, when women talk about what they do in regards to having to register the child for school and everything on them, I didn't see that. Like my dad was heavily like involved in doing all that. And I didn't realize how good of a father I had until I got married the first time. Mm. And, and he was uh, wow. a or something wow. <laughs> and I was wow. like look he wouldn't even take the trash out like and I was just like I saw a father working in the government sector who um would be in a business suit taking out trash it was no question his role you know in our lives to give us a male perspective who um you know taught us a lot of things in one particular incident that happened with me um the first husband he was so trifling and, and we lived in a horrible neighborhood. They stole my tire, had my tire sitting on a brick. And my dad came out and helped me. And, um, and he never input his views on my relationships. But this mm -hmm. time he did. And he was like, why he's showing me what to do? I shouldn't know what to do. I, I feel like I shouldn't. But he, right. he showed me how to get a wheel how to go to a junkyard, how to price tires all in one day. And then he said, where's your husband? <laughs> wow. how, how did you feel when he said that? Like, um, I felt like it must be significant because he's saying something. He never gave his opinion about my relationships. Like, he always let me think for myself. So I was shocked. And then I said, I had to really think like, yeah, my dad didn't handle all this stuff. Like, my mother never took the cars to 
um, the mechanic or nothing like that. Like, daddy did all that stuff. In fact, she never even shopped for a car. Like, daddy went, taught me, I was watching him, taught me how to look for a car in a newspaper. How to, um, I would go with him while he's purchasing cars. So I saw the interaction, how to conduct business, right? So when um, he said this about my ex-husband, I did kind of look like, yeah, he trifling. Like, but he didn't have his father in his life. And the person who raised him, which was, it was somebody who wasn't blood related to him, treated the uh, the woman in the household like trash. So mm. everything was on the woman. So that's all he saw. So he's looking at me like, well, shoot, we going 50-50 and you going to do everything and you going to lug all the groceries in and you going to look, you know, do the laundry and I didn't realize that I didn't see that until that moment when he said, mm. where is your husband? <laughs> mm. and, and yeah. That's, that's so important. Um, not just fathers, but the mm -hmm. parents, good parents, um, make it look easy, you know, because mm -hmm. everything kind of works congruently. And so you just accept those things as the way they are. And, and, but when they're not there, you accept that same scenario as that's the way it is. It's normal. And so right. it, it creates, um, avoid when two people get together. And mm -hmm. so, but we don't discuss those things, you know, before we get married. And that's mm -hmm. why it's so important. It's so important. Like, you know, my daughters, you know, my daughters, um, mm -hmm. I told them, look, when you meet a guy, I'm, I'm not judging. Bring him in. I want to sit down. I want to talk to him. I want to meet him. And I'll tell you what, after I talk to him, 15 minutes, half hour, whatever, we'll just kick it. Once he leaves, once you and I get together again, I'm going to tell you what you got. <laughs> what you're working with, right? You know, you go with him or not, right? This is, this is what you, this is what you have. Kind yeah. of and if you want to be with him, that's fine. But just know this is what you're gonna have. And, I like um, that. I like that. Well, they didn't like it so much. Well, look, <laughs> but you you can't help who you are because my dad looked because we was different. Me and daddy, he said, "I already know when your children get bring their significant others, you're gonna be like that." And don't you know, because I'm so, I can't, I can't bite my tongue with somebody who's that close to my circle. Because right. I feel like at least let me say something so later on you can't say I never said nothing. Right, right. <laughs> well, it's not a matter, it's not a matter of you saying something, you know, and I say this, you know, women, men talk to, we're different. And mm -hmm. people say, yeah, yeah, I know we're different physically. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're different. We think different. We act different. We respond different. We see things different. Men and women can see the same thing and see a total, total different scenario. And so there needs to be someone who can be um, objective to what's going on. And, mm -hmm. and fathers, fathers, not to say, you know, I'm not going to say we're not special, but fathers, we have a different perspective on when we do have a family, when we're a father. I know my oldest daughter, um, I wasn't married to a mother. And so she wasn't in my life. I couldn't, I couldn't get in her life that much. Um, so when I had my first daughter, I, it was like, this is the best thing happened to me. At first, I didn't know whether it was mine, right? So of course I had some doubt. But once I realized that was my daughter, it was like, okay, my first thing is I gotta protect her. You know, I'm gonna make sure she know everything. She's not gonna be a sucker. Ain't nobody gonna take advantage of her. I'm gonna pour all this into her head. I'm, I'm constantly talking to her and asking her questions, and I'm gonna be on top of this. And because I wasn't, I, I wasn't there all the time. I couldn't be around her all the time. I know there. I knew then that there were things that she wasn't getting, and and it hurts because you don't. You have children. You don't. You don't want them to be hurt. You want to make sure nobody takes advantage of them. At least that they know what they're walking into. And and men and women, women is more of a protection. With, with men, it's more of a, yeah, we want to protect them, but we all also want to give them a way to accomplish their goals, to get to where they're trying to get to. And it takes a strategy. You know, so it's, their feelings might be hurt, you know, but I'm going to tell you what you need to know. Do with it what you may. You can't say I didn't tell you, you know. Right, and, absolutely. And then also, um, if I didn't teach it to you, or my wife, you know, if I'm there, I see. Um, if we didn't teach it to you, I can't assume that you know it. So I can't hold you accountable for it. Mm -hmm. So if you do something and I said, why'd you do that? I don't know. You have to think, did I teach you about right. that? Did I prepare you for that situation? 
No? Okay, that's fine. All right. So now let's start at, at day one and go back over it. Because that that's the thing um, I think that we lose sight of, particularly today, is the value of the wisdom of the mother and the father. Mm -hmm. As a team. <laughs> You said it. As a team, because one is like um kind of compliments the other. So like, you know, um I feel I just was saying to somebody yesterday, I feel as though when you're in a relationship with somebody like uh especially husband and wife, it's like you should have the ability to check each other. You know, not necessarily one is higher than the other, but it's kind of like um opposites in the perfect way so i can get perspective where my husband be like don that sound crazy you're looking too much into that and then me i'm just like you know telling him things from my perspective as well so you know in my household we had uh you know two different children that have two different personalities which i knew how to deal with one of the children's personality and then because his kind of matched mine and then uh, my husband's match the other child personality. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like we gave perspective on how you can't interact with that child that way because they don't respond. And it's kind of like we were saying the exact same things to each other and not realizing that we're saying the exact same things. It's just right, opposite right. personalities. A lot of that has to do with the context. Mm. You know, because, and I'm not judging anyone. I'm just, you know, when, vocabulary means a lot. Mm. The words that we use and so when we say, you know, I heard you say, um, we check one another, right? Mm -hmm. Well, you're not really checking. You're learning. Both of you are learning together because you don't know, you know, you're learning about the children. So mm -hmm. if we're partners, it's, it's just like you said it perfectly. Um, you're a team, right? So if you, if you have a salon and you, okay, you're doing the hair and then you have a, a wash girl, someone that washes hair, right? Mm -hmm. And so... By them washing the hair, they're seeing all the stuff that's in the hair, and they come back to you, and you're doing something. You say, "Hey, look, this this is such such about the hair." They're right. not checking you, right? They're just sharing with you so that you can provide a better service, right? Because you want the team to win, right? Right. So you want your husband and you to win. So mm -hmm. when we can understand that it's not about me against you, it's not about you know I'm checking you or you checking me. It's like we're trying to accomplish this goal. So together, we're sharing information and seeing perspectives. But right. the bottom line is, as, as men see it, when you have a child that has issues, you really look at, you're looking at that man to guide, put, get, get that family back on point. Mm -hmm. The responsibility falls there. You know? And so that man has to take that responsibility. Now, I want to ask your opinion on this right here because my father said this and I found it to be true that men don't, like, after a certain age, they don't want, like, y'all just take what we say, like, one, 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 because you can't take hearing a woman. He, My father told me the age of eight. And this is interesting because that's the same age I believe in the Quran in regards to uh, it's saying how Allah hold the children accountable for what they do starting at that age. And secondly, my youngest baby, who really is my listening baby, started com being like combative with the female teachers or the lady teachers at that age. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? He, he just, he couldn't take this teacher. And all the way up to that age, it was cool. <laughs> but it's something about they respecting when a man says something um, more so than uh, when a woman says it, is that true? <laughs> In your opinion? Um, <laughs> I'll rephrase it. <laughs> okay, so what, what I've noticed, I, and, and I taught in um, Maryland County, Prince George County Schools for like mm -hmm. 12 years. So going into the school system, it's, it's a maternal system. Mm -hmm. It operates around how women act, move, think, the process. Um, we had one of the most um, male-populated staff uh, in the county. Mm. So you know, I, got, I really got to see a good mix of it. Um, so what, what happens is, let me give you an example. It's better for me to give you an example. Um, I know this young lady. Um, she's married, and her, her husband, her and her husband separated, and they have two, two boys. 
And as they got to be 11 and 12, um, she would start, you know, give them, tell them things to do. Or she told them, um, she took the PlayStation away from them. And when she took the PlayStation away from them, um, they went and found it and brought it back and kept playing with it. So she found it. She found that they did it. I'm sorry. That sound like my child. <laughs> I ain't gonna say which one. <laughs> and, and, no, this is not you. Uh, so, so when she went back and um, took it from him again and said, "Don't play with it," All right? And she took it and she hid it someplace, a different place. They went in the bedroom and found it again, playing with it. So she got to the point where she said, well, "I'm just gonna take it and put it in the um, in the car." They can't get in the car; it's locked. <laughs> So, uh, um, so she talked to um, she talked to her father and told her father, and so the father talked to the um, the father of the boys, right? and said, "Look, you know, it's, it's time. The boys are at that age." So um, the father came and and took custody of the children, kept them for about a year, and then brought them back, you know, for a vacation, you know, to stay with the mother, and then. Um, the father asked, well, you know the difference in the boys. And yeah, they've grown, yada, yada. He said, he said what else? And she said that the, um, the boys, I only have to tell them once. I right. said, so why do you think that is? And she said, it's because of the man's voice. Right. And I, and I said, no, it's not. It's more, the, it's more the command, right? It's like, like it's to me, I notice the difference when I'm like, no, this is how it's gonna go, and not too many words. You know what I'm saying? Is that true, or what you think? Okay, and you're a woman, and I understand your perspective. <laughs> but, but, um, oh man, there's only one man in the house. Okay. I make the rules. You follow. I'm only gonna tell you once. I tell you once. There's consequences. Whatever that may be, punishment, whatever. And don't challenge me because I'm not breaking down. And they know that. So, and that's because of, I, I, I told you no. I told you don't do that. You did it anyway. I got up out of my seat, went over to you when you're a young child, and I put you where you're supposed to be. This is where you're going to be. It's going to be my way. And they learn that. But you have to, early on, children go as you, as you kind of, at the environment, as you teach them, as you show them. They don't have any choice. They don't know anything else. So, but but women will say, um, come here. Boy, didn't I tell you to come here? How come you're not down here? And then they yell, and then they'll get up, right? And that child knows, okay, okay, she said, come here, and nah, that don't matter. She's going to say it again. <laughs> you say it again. Uh, then when they hear that serious voice, oh, then they get up. They know then you're serious. But I, I always um, had the concept of, you know, with my daughters and, and young people, if I have to scream and, and, and yell at you, then I'm doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, I should be able to communicate you with you. You know, when I say what I say, I mean it. And I take you the same way. When you say something, I'm gonna hold you to it. So we're creating right. the environment because that's what that's how men respect men. You don't right. tell somebody you're gonna do something for a man and then you don't do it. Your word means nothing. And all we right. have is our respect in our word. So it's vital. It's vital to men. So whether we're dealing with our daughters or we're dealing with our sons, it's, it's the same thing. We want to speak nice and we, and we don't want to be the bully. You know, I'm going to tell your daddy. Nobody wants to be in that position where I'm a big, bad boogeyman. You know, right. I love my children like, like my wife does. So, right. so we're, we're, we're looking to create a certain environment. And that's why we won't say, oh, I'm going to tell your father. Because they know that their father is not going to take that mess. And so, plus... Um, my dad used to say that um, you're not supposed to say that because then the child knows. It's kind of like you're relinquishing power to the father. It's like they need to respect you, period, when it's just you in the house because they're going to be bigger than you at one given point in time. And you're not going to be able to scream, ain't going to be able to hit them. It's like you mm-hmm. commanding that respect. I kind of got that more so through also through customer service as well because you can't scream at people to get them to do what you want. You can't um, hit them. You see, and that's kind of like we're kind of trained in you scream and yell for power, and that's not necessarily true. And I learned that through customer service. Mm-hmm. Like, them kids, you're going to do what I say, and that's it. <laughs> I'm not threatening. I'm not giving ultimatums. 
sit right here and we're not going to have no tangents. And most time they'd be like, they don't even know what to do. They just be stuck off the, um, I think it depends on the personality too, the personality yeah, type. I'm not a psychologist, but you know, from watching fathers and, and talking to fathers, um, we tend to think more, put value on the result. Acting this way and me interacting with this child this way today, what is that, what is that gonna look like after five years? And do I wanna be in that position? So no, I'm setting up what, how I want my child to conduct themselves later on. So when I'm in the house, my child is rambunctious and going through everything and grabbing things and playing, pulling things off. I have to deal with that child then because, hey, if I if I say, okay, don't watch my child, and my child comes over there, they run through your house and mess up No, don't let that, that demon seat back on my house. I'm not watching them anymore. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. So I've got a child. I don't need them anywhere. You know? And, and yeah, that's so true. You really, you're, you're thinking more on the back end. And okay. so it, it comes back to, um, men, and that, and that goes back to something you said earlier about choosing your mate, mm -hmm. you know? And when we say um, we compliment one another, because we're a man and a woman doesn't mean we automatically compliment one another. Right, exactly. Because, because we get married, we can adjust and compliment one another. You have to find someone, it's like in um, basketball. Uh, you need someone who can dribble, and you need somebody to get rebounds. Right. Just, uh, we could have two guys that are small guys, and both of them like to dribble, just because they get on on the team together. Don't mean they're going to have a good team with one of them trying to rebound. I'm going to look right. for. I'm small. I'm going to look for it. I'm going to look for a tall guy that can rebound. So it comes down to the question: Is if you're a woman and you want to have children, um, you're going to look for a guy. Uh, is he good with children? Mm -hmm. Right. Does he? Um, is he positive in gaining respect? Mm -hmm. You understand? You got to look for that before you get together, not get together and then, okay, I expect you to adjust to me or I'm going to adjust to you because we are who we are and, and we get with that person and their personality the way they are. So that's why beforehand we have to find out who they are. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's kind of like, like somebody was describing <laughs> on um something I was watching. It's like a tango. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you know, you're together, but it's like like you're moving together as the unit. Which can be very difficult because, you know, if you try to get a four year old to share something, they'll flick off on you. Look, you know, but by the time when you're married, even if you're not married and you have a a, a, a child by somebody, you still gonna have to co parent whether you want to or not. You know, it's like it you just going to have to. And it's, it's so sad. The way I look at stuff, I think it's so sad that me and um, the oldest child's father didn't start communicating to the child's like 15, which I think it, it's better sometime than not. But I think that's more difficult when you're not married. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's a lot of different dynamics mm -hmm. and stuff. But it's always easier to create a habit than it is to break a habit. Yeah. And, and and we have to look at our the person that we're selecting. We have to look at them as a child. And so this adult is 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 acting this way, not because they're just selfish, it's because somewhere in their youth up to that point, that's what's been ingrained into them. So you can be a single parent and you can have a, a have an only child. And but you can teach that child how to share. I can go and, and have a candy bar and sit down. And I break off a piece of candy bar and give it to my child, showing that they're sharing. And then I can buy my child uh, a candy bar and I can sit there and open it for them and give it to them and say, can I have a piece? And they might, you know, at first, but you, but you start this way. You don't wait until you've done it already. You start this way and say, can, can I have a piece? And go to their candy bar, break off a little piece and eat it. Mm -hmm, thank you. I appreciate that. And then, and then next time you'll see... Children that, because you've shown them you're going to give some of yours, and, and they give some of theirs, and they share, and now they don't have any, but they got some because you shared it with them. Right. Yeah, and that so is that does start young. Starts young, and and so often we wait until we mm -hmm. think a child can communicate with us, mm -hmm. um, before we start doing those things, um, and they're picking up things all the time. 
they're watching, they're observing. They feel the energy with, with which you give, you know? So we're always teaching from the time they come out, they're watching us. So we have to judge ourselves and look at the way we're conducting ourselves and look at how we want to impact our children. And, mm -hmm. and so often in this society now, we seem to be more of a me, me, me. I'm independent. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to get what I want. And right. um, it leaves our children picking those habits up. Right. Sorry, I got a psychopath cat over here cutting on the air condition. <laughs> cat crazy. <laughs> so <laughs> I want to talk more on the, <coughs> excuse me, the influence of a father, the importance of that. If we could go back into that, because you were mentioning that earlier. Um, I don't know. <laughs> um, how can, I guess, single mothers uh, what what's what certain uh, mechanisms they could use to try to get you know a father to be more involved? I know that somebody you can't make somebody want to, but you know sometimes people are combative, you know, and for other reasons, you know, maybe they're um, angry or jealous, this and that. What can you tell? I guess a father in regards to how to get through that barrier, just to be involved in a child's life if they're dealing with um, them not being with that mother. Okay, um, I think one of the biggest misnomers, and I, you know, work with um, fathers and helping them through uh, the child support system, child protective services, um, and fatherhood relationships and things like that, and also mothers. And um, the majority, the vast majority of men, if you talk to men who are estranged from their children, estranged from the mother. Um, you will find that at least 90% of them want to be involved in their child's life. They want it. The reason why they aren't is because of the mother. That's it. I, I, oh, look, I, Mr. Tucker, I, let me tell you something. You Look, let me tell you something. When I was going through that company case, it was meant for me to go through that with my eldest child because I had no idea that that's what men experienced. Like that was crazy. And I wrote about it in my book, the first book. Oh my goodness. The 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 it got so bad. It was one time I came over now. I got it down to set days because I knew the lady is crazy. And so yeah, I call I don't even care at this point. So it got so bad <laughs> I go over there for a visitation as soon as I get there, she talking about um, the dog had a veterinarian appointment. I swear to God, that's what she said. So I'm just like, so you're caught between flicking or maintaining your composure, but then knowing this person take you for a sucker. Because she's speaking a specific reaction. Anybody who doesn't know who's listening to this, my son, um, he had his paternal grandparents who were raising him. So I was dealing with visitation through a third party and I got to see how a woman plays games on the non-custodial parents. So at that time I didn't have custody. And so I was just like, oh my God. And it was years of it. It wasn't just one or two incidents. It was years. And me, anybody who knows Dawn, knows Dawn is relentless. <laughs> so... I didn't care. I was like, and it was tumultuous. Believe me, it's no way I could have cut the full-time job. I had a great support system. My husband was working, taking care of me, especially at that time. So um, I was able to, you know, navigate through these ridiculous waters. And then it got to the point where I was, I went and joined the PTA. This is how far I was going. And she went as far as to uh, talking bad about me to the people at the school so that they started putting up boundaries so that I couldn't come see my son. And I'm like, the stuff, I didn't realize what she was saying because it makes you go, well, what could she possibly say to make people get involved? It's the same as these whisper campaigns around the United States of America that got people assassinated and stuff because it's believable. And I didn't find out until we got to court. All the transcripts, mm -hmm. all that stuff is searchable. When I was like, my gosh, she was saying some horrible stuff about me it's that wasn't true. It's a <laughs> and, assassination, yeah. 
And that's what men go through. I get it. If you're dealing with a baby mother and um, that's a narcissist or have narcissistic tendencies, yes, you're going to be dealing with that. And I get it. You sometimes just like forget it. That because I'm there right now. Look at how I went full circle. Now mm-hmm. they tried that mess mm-hmm. again, and the child. See, this what happens. The child gets tangled up. In the, in the drama, and then knows how to work every party, but this time, you think I'll be sucked up in the court battle? I think not. I get why men be like, I'll catch him when you turn 18. I do not care. And I mean mm-hmm. that, because it will affect your mental health. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can't imagine. What, I, I get it. I, I, I know that Allah put me in this position so I don't hold my nose up at fathers who are quote unquote not involved or whatever because until you in that position you can't hold your nose up at anybody and you have to not care or I'm going to be I'm going to sit there I'll be in the psych ward if I sat there and was like oh my god what am I going to do you know what I'm saying I'll be I'll be sitting in St. Elizabeth right now <laughs> it's, 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 I, I was counseling and mentoring men did for about eight years. And uh, the stories I heard, these were guys that went to jail, prison came out. About, and um, I had a story myself. And when I first got with this group, I'm like, okay, so I've, you know, I've never been in jail. What can I share with these guys? What, what can I, wisdom can I impart upon? And once I started hearing their stories, particularly in that area, um, I realized for one thing, um, a lot of people make decisions because they don't know what their options are. Yes. The thing, I, the thing that I found out over and over and over again about this particular topic is that um, men care. Men respect women. That's why we take some of the abuse that we do. You can't hit a woman. A woman can do anything. They can poke you. They can hit you. They can fire you. They can do whatever they want. That's what we hit them. And, and men pretty much hold true to that. We, we respect women that way. You don't hear um, men talking about their, even even the things that we go through with the mother in those cases. You don't hear men talk about their child's mother um, to the child. Some you don't men. say those bad things. Now, we might go over here with our guys or our families. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Some men. Most and I won't say no names. I, I ain't gonna say no names because some people like to go on social media and talk trash about the baby mother and all that stuff. And it, you know, yes, some no, no, men. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying directly to the child. Oh, you did. So, like me going to you <laughs> and telling you that your mother, you know, yada yada yada. That's what I'm talking about. Um, oh, no. Media, oh, no. Oh, no, oh, oh, no, no, no. They will go. It's men. I'm telling you. And no, I ain't gonna no. say no name. That'll go straight to the child, just so the child can come back. I had to start telling the child, "Stop telling me stuff. Please stop telling me stuff." <laughs> but I well, believe, I yeah. Nothing's hundred percent. But as I said, the vast majority, you know. Yeah. And, and so, um, in, in these scenarios, it it, 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 the system doesn't. It's not about. And we have to understand this. We we have to really admit some things that the system, um, particularly that part of the system, is set up to separate our families in particular. Mm-hmm. That's its purpose. So both of us, the male the woman and the father, have to understand, the mother and the father have to understand that that's the system's purpose. Mm-hmm. And we, we sometimes we get so vengeful that we want what we want, or sometimes women want to hurt men, and they will use that child Mm-hmm. to enact their punishment upon the father. Yeah, as a pawn. They, they be pawns. Yes, yes. And that was something that really, it shocked me. It mm-hmm. shocked me how a mother could use their child like that. Because when that child's young, the child doesn't know, you know. But when that child gets older, the child is going to see. Mm-hmm. It's going to see what you were doing and, and how that wasn't right. And so, um, so you asked me, so getting back to the question, mm-hmm. the, the main thing is understanding that that is that, getting back to the question of how do you get that father to get back into life? Mm-hmm. And it's going to take the mother to create an environment because a man's not going to 
voluntarily walk into a situation where he's being abused. Mm-hmm. Not going to do it. Our respect for ourselves is so high because how can I how can I come into my child's life and teach my child respect for for themselves when I have to disrespect myself to get in that situation? And while I'm with my child, this person is constantly disrespecting me. And my child, is you understand? I like that. That was well said. How how can I do that when I gotta disrespect myself to get in that situation? That is you do have to disrespect yourself. And, and so a man's not gonna do that. I'm gonna hold on to my respect and because I gotta keep fighting. I got you know, and, and it's like okay, back up, you know. Because men, we don't want drama. Most men. There's men that a lot of men who are in a household where they're raised by women. That's kind of like how things operate most time. It's not 100%. But these are the things most men are dealing with. And I'm not saying, I'm, and, and it's, it's the thing about saying these types of things, these are men's realities. Mm-hmm. And for so long, men's realities have been shunned, stepped on, squashed. Oh, you just hate, you hate your mother, you hate mm-hmm. women, and things like that. No, I, no, I don't. But mm-hmm. one thing is that I'm glad of now is you're starting to see particularly black men speak up and tell their truth. Yep. And in that case, men are feeling better about who they are. And now they're more determined to be a part of their children's lives and more selective in the women that they decide to marry. Mm-hmm. Men will still. Oh, yes. And, and, and party with a woman and shoot the club up. But they aren't. I'm not, not going to pick that as a wife. Absolutely. So what's happening now is women are starting to realize that the guys just want to get with them to have some fun. Exactly, because because of the attitude, because of how you're you're coming as independent. Yes. Wow. If I if I'm if I'm looking for a wife, why? And I, I had explained this to a seventy year old woman not too long ago, mm-hmm. and she talked about how independent she is. Instead, I said, so if I'm looking to get married and form a team, why would I go out and pick someone who told me they're independent and they're not going to perform to a team? Well, I can. But, but you don't have those habits. See, I'm looking at you now, and everything's coming out of your mouth is not conducive to teamwork. So I'm not going to, we can be friends, we can smile, we can laugh, we can go out, we can do all that stuff. But I'm not going to bring you in where now I'm going to be responsible for you and to say, well, you don't have to be responsible. Yeah, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Man, it's like, if you're, you're under my umbrella, I'm responsible for you. I'm not going to let something, you're a woman or you're a child. A man, okay, you fend for yourself. Or we go at this thing together against whatever we're going at. But a woman or a child, I'm, I'm responsible. I feel responsible for you if you're in my in my company. So I'm not going to bring somebody that's constantly, you know, chopping at me, and then I'm going to be independent. I'm going to do what I want. Whoa, okay, I'm trying to bring the team along, and you're not with the team, so um, I stay over there. And and it's hard for women to understand it. Well, take me as I am. No, <laughs> no, this is what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for no drama. I'm not looking to have to fight you. I'm not looking to have to handle you. That's anybody in my life. You know, and, and, and the thing that, you know, that I always told my daughter, I said, look at how you came up. I, I never brought drama to my house. I didn't bring anybody that was doing drugs or stealing or doing anything crazy, hiding out from the police, mm-hmm. you know, crazy stuff like that. I didn't do that. No, because I'm not bringing you around my family. I'm protecting right. my family. That's my choice. Right. I'm disciplined like that. Right. Okay? So my children never had to be involved in it. Now, I'm not going to say when I'm away from my family, I'm out there. I'm not going to say the kind of people, you know, I'm dealing with. You know, I have to deal with the business or whatever. Hey, whatever. But that's not coming to my home. Right. No. Absolutely. That's, that's discipline. And I don't. Yeah, you got you got to have control over um, your household, yeah. especially yeah. who's coming. In. And then the role of a wife. I think that um, people, a lot of people who are not married, do not understand the power of it. Not just a wife, a husband as well. And um, all the way down to if something happens to you and you are unconscious. The, the spouse, at least the United States of America, has um, 100% power over what happens to you, regardless, mm. uh, unless you have a power of attorney. That's what I learned, <laughs> like yeah. about two years ago. That's what I learned. Um, unless you got some type of power of attorney that assigned that responsibility to somebody else, even though you're married, by law, by default, at least in Maryland, it automatically goes to the spouse. And that's what made me realize people don't understand the significance of what a spouse is. Is it just walking down the mm-hmm. aisle? It isn't just, um, you know, signing your name to the marriage contract. It is a serious, it's a con- it is a contract. It's a serious it, it, contract. It, 
It's business. Thank you. It's business, and it's people business. are uh, people are confused. They thinking that you know how come these men don't want to marry me, and then also even the other way around. How come um you know you know even if it's the opposite sex, it's kind of like. I'm about to enter into a contract with you and you tripping right now. You know what I'm saying? So I right. can't take you serious. You know, it has to be, I know that it's basically ride or die. I know if some stuff pops mm -hmm. off, I know you is like my backbone and it has to be that for each other. And I know with the first marriage, we went to counseling and I remember the therapist said, she's nodding off while we fighting. We fighting in the daggone counseling session. And she said, yeah, I said, are you, is she not off? And she said, I'm not asleep. I'm not asleep. She said, listen, you sound like two single people with each other's rings on. I'll never forgot mm. that statement because I didn't know what she was talking yeah, about. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> you sound like two single people with each other's rings on. And I didn't realize what that statement with each meant. Other's rings on. Yes. Until I got married the second time, and then I understood uh, the sharing of everything. Like, it's not, I'm going to just open up a business. I'm just going to go up. Because that's how I treated the man. Forget you, I'm about to go to New York. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Or whatever. Because um, I had no respect for him at all. I mean, he had done a lot of stuff where I just totally lost respect for him. But if that being said... Um, I didn't understand what that lady said until I got remarried. And I was like, you look at the second marriage different once you've been married the first time. Okay. And it's like, what did okay. I do? Well, I did. Because I said, what did I do to contribute? Even though he was trifling, what could I have done differently? So, you know, I've been more assertive and you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? But that being said, it's a, it's a tango. Like I was saying earlier, and mm -hmm. people don't understand that. You know, it's a tango and it's a serious contract. Yeah. Well, it's and, and this is one of the things we're going to be talking about on Fatherish, is that mm -hmm. it starts from being a man, you know. And mm -hmm. when you look at life as men, when we're young, we're told we got to go out and make our way. You have to mm -hmm. make your way. And so we, we go through school, we establish things, and then we go out into life. And so when we go out into life, we, gotta, we have to have a place for our, of our own. We have to have, make enough money to support ourselves. Then we need transportation. And then we need food. And so you have to create a strategy and a discipline in order to do that. And right. then we get to a place where, okay, what do I want? Okay, well, I want a house eventually. And I, I want to be able to take some time off on the weekend. And that's that's my goal. That's my life aspiration. Well, I want to be able to retire at such and such an age. We, we look that way. Sometimes it's five years goal, five-year goal, then we get there and then we look at 20 years or whatever. But that's a plan that we have. So when a young lady comes into our life, Right. We've got this plan. We know this is and I got to create it. I got to muscle up. I got to discipline. I can't be spending all my money because I got to make sure my tire go flat. I can put, put ahead, get a new tire, get to work. So I got this plan. All my world is going on. So now a woman comes in my life and they see what I'm doing, where I'm going. They see my responsibility. They see I'm trying to do some things. They see I have goals. So as they come in and they see that, that woman says, OK, that's the one I want to be with. You know, he's going someplace. I want to be with him or I like what he's doing now and I want to be involved in that. So you're mm -hmm. basically joining my plan. You see my plan and you want to be a part of it. So I've got to, and here's, here's where it gets kind of messed up is where guys will say, um, okay, now I've got this plan. I'm doing this. I'm working it. And now this woman came into my life. Okay. Now the woman's going to be the most important thing in my life. Well, what about your goals about where you were going and why she wanted to be with you and what was fulfilling you and pushing you in life to be disciplined, to be honorable? You know, what about those things? And instead of bringing that person on as a helpmate along that path, we, we, we give that up. And so now we're, we're dealing with this person and we're trying to make that person happy and you can't make another person happy. And that person can't give you the fulfillment that you're looking for. Because right. they're looking for one thing that's still, because, you know, and most people will tell you, as you go through life and you accomplish something, um, you feel good. You got to get out of kindergarten, go to the first grade, you feel good. You get out of elementary school, you go to middle school, you feel good about what you've done. You go to high school, you graduate high school, you're going out into the world, you feel good about that. But there's still the unknown in front mm -hmm. of you. So you have to gear yourself. But you look back and say, okay, I did this, I did that. So now you're in life. And so the fulfillment, okay, I got my first place. Woo. 
I feel good. Can't anybody tell me what to do? I can fill my drawers up there, just go to bed whenever I want to do, drink a bit, whatever. I can get in my car and go where I want to go. I don't feel like going right now, I'm going to get groceries tomorrow. So now you got control over your life. So when someone else comes in and that's not your purpose and you're more focused on them, you lose a lot. You lose your drive, mm -hmm. you lose your respect. So the thing is mm -hmm. to keep that going and someone can see that person say, okay, who I am, what I'm doing, it fits over here. Right. And you see how they're going, they're driving this ship already. I'm coming in to assist them. I'm not trying to come in and take over, take, take over the ship, <laughs> you know, uh, what, do you, what do you call it, mutiny. But so many times <laughs> that's what happened. Uh, uh, you know, women will come in and it's about them. And right. those who can come in and be a part of the team and, and because that guy can be a great father mm -hmm. and he, he's, he's instilling things and he's going about things. But if in that home, if that woman is, is causing drama, mm -hmm. when that man is standing firm and saying, no, this is how we're going to do it, causing drama and that child sees it, mm -hmm. he doesn't have to, it, it negates him being a good parent, a good father, right. leading the way. Because here's the thing, here's the thing that I noticed and fathers, good, great fathers will tell you this. When you're in there and you're standing up and you're trying to build that family, mm -hmm. it's a lonely position. Nobody likes you. <laughs> Nobody's cheering you on verbally. If you get someone that's patting you on the back that's cheering you along, that's great. But even if they don't, you, you still have that responsibility. Mm -hmm. See, and that responsibility is bigger than that person that's standing there beside you if you take it on that way. Mm -hmm. But when, but when we, we're always trying to share, but do we really want to share? Do you, do you want to share? Do you really want to share? Okay. So if everything goes bad and I decide I'm going to sit over here and not going to do anything, are you willing to on your own stand up and take care and run and make sure everything's happening and be responsible for me too? That's not your role as a woman. You aren't right. made for that. You aren't made for that. Right. You can, you can sit in that seat, <laughs> but your femininity and it's not when i say feminine i'm not talking about softness how you're made as a woman created there's just certain things that don't come to you like this fatherhood thing it's 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 not always a learned thing it's a protective mm -hmm. thing mm -hmm. you know and it's part of part of nature now i know some people gonna say well this is new day this that, and other and that's old-fashioned and everything like that so getting back to a father i look at the end results right Bottom line, you can say what you want. Look at the fruit. Mm -hmm. When we have women that are raising our children, and then they say, um, "I'm the mother and the father." Well, you're a good, you're, you're a good mother. You might be a great mother, but you're a lousy father <laughs> because you don't bring those skills to the table. I'm, I, it's nothing to be ashamed of. I'm a lousy right. mother. I'm a lousy mother. I'm the worst right. mother in the world. I know that, but I'm damn good at what I do as a father. Mm -hmm. And so, when 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 daughters see that, um, they look at their mother. And they look at that mother to see how that mother responds to that father, mm -hmm. that leadership, you know, and that discipline, particularly the discipline. Because right. you won't see many of these girls out here twerking in the street and they're in their teens and they're going back home and there's a father in the house. Mm -hmm. Oh, hell no. You're not seeing these guys out here slinging drugs, a father that's on, on point and coming right. home with a father in the house. And now they, 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 they bought themselves a car. Right. They don't have a job, but they done bought some sneakers. <laughs> These right. Stuff like that. Father said, where are you getting that money from, boy? Right. <laughs> Show me your, 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 your W-2. Show me your <laughs> right. I don't know what you're doing, but you better not come back in here. <laughs> you show me you got a job, or you can go out there and live on the streets now. Right. Bottom line, there's no questions. We can't, we're not going to negotiate. Right. I'm not having that in my house. You, you're not bringing that into my home. Right. And men stand up like that so that the children don't have any choice. So when I see people, young people in particular, out there doing certain things and disrespecting themselves, I can I can point out, you don't have a father at home. You, or you didn't have a father at home. You know, when you're disrespecting yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, and somebody, you know, but so, so I'm going to, you know, a lot of this stuff, I'm going to get into it in segments um, on fatherish. Because we need to talk about these things and put some things on the table that are real. I'm always going to look at the fruit. Always. You can say to me what you want to say. We can talk. But I'm always going to point you back to the fruit. And if you can't show me where that's working, then it's, it's moot. You know, your points right. are invalid. 
And we have to start getting back. Because this world now, it's not on the evidence. It's not evidence-based. It's feelings-based. It's emotions. Mm-hmm. And so if we can get back to, and, and that's where the father comes in. You know, my son comes in and he's crazy. He's having problems. He's not crazy. But, you know, he's having bullies. and all. Tell me the story. What's going on? Okay, I'm not going to have you go out there and fight, fight 10 guys. If one guy's picking on you, okay, you got to stand up for yourself. Right. And when they come at you, I'm not there. No one's there. The teacher's not there. You're going to have to keep people off of you. <laughs> at some mm-hmm. point, you have to keep people off of you. Now, I'm not saying, you know, if you got to learn how to box, that's fine. Karate, that's fine. Or if you got to give them a quick kick to the groin, whatever you got to do, and get them up off you. Come in the knees. <laughs> you got to keep them off of you. First, you got to get them off. So they know they're not just going to walk over you. Then you right. have to you know, and you say, don't fight. You say, protect yourself. Protect yourself. But all men, if they hit you a certain way, that doesn't mean you got to tap them back. But these are things just to, I'm not telling you about to fight and beat up everybody. Protect mm-hmm. yourself. Protect yourself. And among right. them, like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to tell the teacher. I'm going to tell the teacher. We're going to go through all that stuff first. Then we'll mm-hmm. see what happens. But then when it comes to that point where that's not working. But, uh, and, and I got your back. <laughs> I got your back. I'm not going to go in there and say, well, you know, yeah, he was on. I told him. I told him to do that. He's done that because I told him to do that. So if you got problems with me, stand behind me, son. I got this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm going to deal with him. He don't have to mm-hmm. explain nothing. I told him to do it. Now, now how are we going to handle this? And if it happens tomorrow, he's going to do it again. So how are you going to keep him off of my son, my daughter? <laughs> That's your job. I and know, he, right? He's safe. He's safe. Then I can handle the rest. Um, so, so, we, but we have, we need that. We, our children need to see us standing up, not kowtowing and, and scraping and bowing. We have to stand for them so that mm-hmm. they know I can trust this person. I can move the way this person tells me to move, and they've got my back and they've got that right. coverage. And the school's not going to do, they're going to do this, do this. No, I'm taking my child out then. But I'm not having my child go through that. I'm going to protect my child. So Right, absolutely. That's important. Because I know, you know, your mother used to come up to the school and she would give them what they needed. <laughs> 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 you, were, you, were together, you know, and it wasn't, she's like you, you take after your mother. She's going to tell you what's on the line and she's going to give it to you from the chest. <laughs> she's not going right. to well, I think we know. Right. I'm clear. And that's why right. we were able to accomplish things in that school, you know? Yeah. Because they were wrong. We had to let them know that we knew they were wrong. And this is right. not the truth. So those are the things we need. And fathers, um, it, it, it's, it's like natural for us because we're going to protect our cubs. So mm. we're going to talk to fathers. We're going to talk to mothers in those scenarios. And to get back to that, that, that question again, it's mother, you, you have to um, open up. And if you want that father to be in your child's life, then you have to take all the obstacles away from that father being in that child's life. Stay tuned. We will be back right after this quick commercial break. If he's not giving you money for child support, that's okay, fine. Because if you're letting that money get in the way of that father who wants to be with their child, mm-hmm. um, and that child wants their father, they, they, and they might not even know it until they get with their father. Then they feel that love, and they, and yeah, he might be the good person. He may be the one taking them to McDonald's and taking them to the pool and all that kind of stuff. But it's that interaction. It's not just the pool. It's not just the toys. It's that interaction with that father. Mm-hmm. So then that father can start to. At first, yeah, I want to be around. I don't want to show my worst side. I don't want to be just mm-hmm. disciplined, disciplined, disciplined when I'm only getting on one weekend a month. So I don't want to show that. But I've got to at least show my child, you know, that I'm a good person. Because I don't know, like you said, I don't know what that mother's telling. My yeah. Child. So I don't know. And you'll believe the mother. You'll believe the mother first. So, sure. and, and, and that could be difficult. Lord have mercy, because it yeah. was so many times I'd be like, "Oh my God." So, 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 the more, so the more that, so the more, say I'm a father. So the more that mother lets me around my child, then I don't have to focus so much on proving that I'm a good person. Now I can really start implementing some discipline, talking right. to them about some things that they're doing. Because it's not all just discipline. It's we had some fun, just saying, hey, what's going on? Yeah, my mother says, you're wrong, son. You're wrong, daughter. You shouldn't say that. No, no. Your mother's just trying to do this, that, and other. Now I can be an advocate for you. You know, when you're having a hard time, I can be your advocate. Another voice. But you outside. know, some, some, 
that takes foresight. Some people just don't have that where they can see every. Some people just see right now and what I need to happen right now. So maybe they need to interfere with you and your new spouse, or maybe they need to just make you hurt, like how they feel as though you hurt them. And I believe that's the motivation behind some, you know, sometimes when women yeah. behave in that way, I really believe they just can't see distance, well, like, you know. Solutions, solutions are there. And this is, goes back, you know, we're still talking about on this one-to-one -one level. The solution is the level above. It's the wisdom of the parents. Mm -hmm. they, don't, they don't seek that wisdom. You don't know that's old school. That's No, 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 no. We see, you've seen it. You've seen enough children where you see them act this way when they're young. See that, that that child's gonna be a handover right there. They're gonna, you know, because they they've got that personality. You see it, you've seen it before. You know what that turns into. You've seen it from, mm -hmm. from three, five, seven, fifteen. You went to school with those kind of people, 20, and you saw how they wound up. So now you can look at a child, my grandchildren, and I can say, Oh yeah, I saw that. Uh, little Rob was like that. Yeah, I, I see that coming. He's gonna be sensitive. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna nip that off here. This is what you do, Don. You go and put it <laughs> you deal with him this way, and watch what happens. That's what happens. Right. We don't go and seek that wisdom from, from our, particularly our fathers, because discipline, that's our specialty. Mm -hmm. That's what we do, you know? And so go to the person that has the expertise. Goes and, and, and you, will, you will, as a mother, single mother, you will be asked to conform. If, you're, if you don't have that father in your life, then you're going to have to adjust. You're going to have to learn these skills. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. About your child. Yeah, that's true. Cause my, I know my husband kept telling me <laughs> with the oldest, he said, "I don't care how much you talk, you talk to you blue in the face. He gonna do what he wanna do when he wanna do it. So you might as well just let it happen, let him figure it out for himself." And he, Uma kept saying this for years, and I was just like, "Whatever," cause I know, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. For years, yeah. I said he I don't know. My child, yeah, this, this was years. And then after a while, I was like, I figured it out on my own. So he waiting for me to figure it out on my own. I was like, F this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know everything. You right. You know, the teenager, you know everything. And he was like, right. I been told you that. Now, he said, just stay out of his way while he doing what he doing. Just stay out the way. Let him finish. <laughs> right, right. It's, painful. it's painful to see a child go through that. You know? Yeah. But, but if, they, if they won't listen, you better off give them free reign and let them learn on their own, and and because because that's that goes back to what I'm saying as a father, I have a vision for where where, where my son, where my daughter, you know, is gonna go. And it, it's not necessarily I want this my child to be a doctor or anything like that. I want them to be respectful, self-sustaining, you know, being able to make decisions and things like that. Mm -hmm. But if I can't get them to do that, then they have to fall on their face and be who who they. How can I say it? Let them be who they who they create, the person they create. And then hopefully they'll come back and be willing to, hey, I want to get back on track. Sometimes they get over there and they don't see how they can come back. And it hurts. As a parent, it hurts to see your child. And you know they're going to go through it tomorrow. You know what's coming for them. You know, I had, a, I had one, of the, um, one of the people I consult come to me and he got a uh, call from his, and I hate to, you know what I say? I hate to hear parents say, I'm a, I'm a baby daddy. I'm a baby mama. No, no. You have a child. Now. Either it's a son or a daughter. Um, that's my daughter's mother. If you don't want to say her name, that's fine. That's my son's father. I don't say my baby daddy. You know, because now it's an abstract. It's a baby. You know, you're not pointing that this is my son. This is my mm. daughter. And, and your child hears that. Right. Right? I'm, 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 I'm somebody's uh, baby. I'm not a daughter. I'm not a son. They don't revere me in that way. And the words that we use to our children about our children that they hear has great impact on their self-value and self-worth. So, yeah. So, so, so his, um, his child's mother called him and said, yeah, um, you know, your grandson, um, someone just came to, to me and told me that um, this person came to them and, and, want, and was looking for um, your grandson, and said, you know where he is? And the person knew who it was and where it was, where he was, and he said, no, nah, no, nah, I don't know that person. Then they went went to the grandmother and told the grandmother, hey, such and such is looking for um, your grandson, and um, your grandson broke into the house and pulled a gun on 
this person's um, mother, wife, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. wife, and robbed the place and, and threatened her and then left. Mm-hmm. So if that person is going on the street themselves looking for their grandson, harm is coming their way. They're looking, they're looking to harm that person, right? And for my, for this, this, this client, um, that's his grandson. And he knows, he's like, man, the next call I get, I'm expecting um, it to be um, my, my exes calling me um, saying that he's dead, you mm. know? And you know they're in that position. He's already tried to talk to him previously, but he's at the point now where he's just going to do what he wants to do and he mm-hmm. thinks he's and, and so many young young guys don't believe that they're gonna live past 21 or 25 mm. and they live it out so i don't care what happens i'm gonna do this and enjoy as much now the hell with everything else and instead of understanding that hey you can curb that yeah you can because they don't know what their options are mm-hmm. they don't know so that's what i want to do and the people that you know i interview and bring on and um anything i can present to people to kind of give insight into what's going on with our young people and how we can be better fathers, how single mothers can make sure that their children have what they're missing from their fathers and make sure that it's presented to them, whether it's through counseling, whether it's through Boys and Girls Club, but you need a man in in that place. Another woman who has a son or daughter is not going to be the best advice. They're going to tell you what they know, but men have, have been successful um, in in bringing up boys and girls to create a society that now we're wishing we could get back to. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, we wish we could, our children would respect us, respect one another, you know? And so that's because we don't have men. And we can, and with those people who are determined to be independent, those women who are determined to be independent, um, you know, I, 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 first thing is they're selfish. But particularly when you have children. Particularly when you have children. So, um, and, and I'm not saying that, I'm, I'm saying that hopefully that they can identify that and they can be more loving and caring. Like the women, you know, the women that when we grew up, we knew, we knew our aunts and our grandmothers, they would scold you and tell you this, that, and the other, tell you you're wrong and this, that, and the other. But then when they tell grandpa or tell daddy and then daddy would come in, swoop in, didn't it? Mommy didn't keep it a secret. <laughs> oh no, because they saw their child was going wrong. Mommy came in, in in the back room because that's where mom and dad that's where, that's where we negotiate. When we get with the children, we got difference of opinions. We go back back in, in our bedrooms or, or in a car someplace and we talk about, you don't, you don't say I'm wrong in front of the children. I don't right. say you're wrong in front of the children. If you right. say something first, I'm going with you in front of the children. Now when we get in private, we're going to talk about it. Okay, so now how are we going to make this switch now? Well, I, don't, I done told them one thing already. Okay, well, you need to be the one to go back and kind of switch it up. Mm-hmm. Because it's not like I'm coming in and I'm saying something else, dominating it. No, we working this together. So I'm giving you the power to go in, save face, show your strength. It's, hey, look, I changed my mind. I thought about it. And now, because they're dealing with you. Right. So they know you're going you're to do the right thing. You're going to adjust and, and think. This is how you create those kind of scenarios between a couple. Yeah, because they don't need to be a part of every conversation. It was a lot of conversations. I, I'd be like, get out. Like, both the children, just get out. You know, because <laughs> you don't need to even know what's about to happen One right now. Stuff. It's grown folks, though. Right. It's automatic. Just get out. (laughs) Yeah. Families don't do that. A lot of of single women don't do that. They have the child sitting right there. Yeah, they don't need to be privy to every conversation. And and even adults, you wouldn't have a certain adult in every single conversation which you conduct business or whatever. So, you know, the children, they it's not necessary for them to know every single detail of every single thing. It's not necessary, especially when y'all are coming to an agreement. All right, so we going, before we close this out, I want you to tell everybody the name the name again of your podcast. How can they contact you? And then give like a roundabout where you think this is going to start. When are you going to launch this podcast? Well, um, I'm, I'm working on, um, I'm working with this company. Mm-hmm. And they're helping me to set up my um, podcast and um, my site. And it's, I mean, you might have heard of it. It's called the Research Department. Yes, of course. So, um, yeah, I've, 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 you know, in talking to you, I need to up my game as far as technology. Um, I'm sitting up here with an um, 
iPhone, I don't know if you can see it, iPhone yeah. 7. So I just ordered another phone. So I want to equipment I can tech up, you know, um, so that I can, you know, be mobile with it. And so it's, it's the name of it is Fatherage. Okay. And um, it's at Empowerment Media, it's my YouTube page. Um, I've got some other things on there. Davin program, I'm going to give you a lot of that. And um, I'm looking probably, if not next week, if it is Monday, if not next week, it'll be the week after, but I'm shooting for next week to have my initial, my launch. Excellent, so, um, excellent. I'm looking, for, I'm looking for people to uh, to join me um, and respond, give me your ideas. Uh, this is just, I'm going through my experiences and um, things that have worked. You know, I'm no expert on it, but, you know, I'm, I'm you know, wisdom is, is, is valuable. So I'm just going to share some of that and you can share your wisdom with me. And hopefully we can help our, our single mothers. We can help our young young ladies and young young, young young men who are, you know, thinking, not even thinking about it, going out here having sex unprotected and just, like I say, shooting up the club, you know, all kind of stuff is a responsibility. And those families who are having those, um, need those adjustments between the father and the mother so that those, those children can grow up um, and have a better chance of really becoming everything that, you know, and reach their potential, you know, because that's the goal, you know, parents, you want, yeah. your, you want your children to reach their potential. And so uh, people like yourself who are, who are honest and open and sharing their stories, because it's not a cakewalk, it's not easy, there's no roadmap for it. But um, if you can be a better parent through my experiences, and um, I can learn something from your techniques, then our children are the ones who, who wind up better because this world they're coming after our children you know? they're coming oh, yeah. after our children's minds and how they think and um fathers stand in guard mothers are standing guard and um we're out front so um you can reach me at uh, empowerment media and that is spelled m and that m is for me capital m capital p o w e r capital m e a n t so we're empower Ment Media, M M E D I A. It doesn't have to be all uppercase and lowercase like that. But it not be all uppercase and lowercase. But it's Empowerment Media uh, at gmail.com. Okay. And, uh, I'm really looking forward to it, and I'm looking to have a lot of fun. And, um, let's, let's let's get this thing done. And then um, that's the YouTube channel, right? It's called Empowerment Media as well, Empowerment, right? Empowerment Media. That's the YouTube channel. Yes. Excellent. So I'm gonna have it when I edit it. I'm gonna have it underneath for this, and then okay. so that means I'm probably gonna just put you ahead of everybody else and have you air on what's today on Thursday, so that way you could use it and I could you know okay exactly so that it'll be ready for next week. So before we close and, out, and every, you're gonna send me this so I can put it up. Oh, and of this, course. This can be um, one of the first projects, the first. Okay. I'll send it. I'll send it in a different okay. format so it'll be easy for you. Okay, so everybody, before we close out, don't forget we do these episodes, which is my two cents daily, um, 12 p.m. Eastern, then 4 p.m. Eastern on um Thursdays. We interview the entrepreneurs, which is where you'll see this aired. And then 6 a.m. Mondays, we do a whole lot of different things. We talk about a lot of different things with a lot of different collaborators. Don't forget, we are on most streaming platforms. If you want to be a guest, if you want to listen, if you want to make a comment, just go straight to the research departments with an S.com. Click on research shows podcast. You can also catch this on the pot on the, um, the app under I am Don Williams. So everybody have a wonderful day on purpose.